He runs a website called The Black Bookie, which is very cool. You ought to stop by and check that out. And his slogan is, and I, and I haven't hit this before, I'm going to hit it this time because it's the best one. His, his slogan is, if you snooze, you lose. And indeed, that is the case. There are only so many money-making opportunities to be had, and he's going to tell you where they all are. It's the one and only Black Bookie. It's Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, how are you today? Good afternoon. I want to say. <laughs> um, let's say Chicago. You know what? I thought about that. The last dance has been on. We've been watching the Jordan documentary. It's been helping us get by. It's right. definitely been making the Sundays go by. Mm-hmm. Countdown to the last dance. What is up? It's your boy Uncle Joe. Joe, my on the Don. You are tuned in to the Snooze Lose podcast, season two, episode twenty-two. We're almost, we're almost close to the season finale. Almost up to that 25 mark. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This is a sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be win together, lose together. Download the Black Bookie app. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Black Bookie. Follow Ron and Don as well at Ron underscore E-L underscore Don. Give us a like on Facebook on the Uncle Joe. Follow us on Instagram as well. What are your thoughts on the documentary so far? Um... I'm gonna be honest with you. I have only on like on the second on the second one. I haven't like been, what? Yeah, I've been watching with 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 everybody and stuff. I've been uh, I've been catching it on um like on ESPN like you know af- afterwards and stuff. because uh, we all know he's a dick. Like that. <laughs> That's kind of like you're telling me stuff stuff I already I already knew. Um, this last one it delved into uh kind of like his like baseball career. I feel like yeah. that would be like my like the most interesting part. Like what what made him go from that? Because any time like I thought about it and it, and it's something that um that you know you you like hear on um and like sports conversations stuff like that. It's like why would the absolute pinnacle of a player in one sport go and basically go. Go down to the depths, try tries others. It was because of his father. Mm-hmm. He lost his dad. He just didn't have that drive and that inspiration to play basketball anymore. Mm-hmm. His father always wanted him to be a baseball player, mm-hmm. so that that's why he left to go play baseball for his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his dad was was murdered. Yeah, um, it's messed up too, man. There's conspiracies out there that his dad was murdered to cover up his gambling debts. Oh whoa! Yeah, it's it's just ruthless. But yeah. Jordan definitely was tough. Uh-huh. He was definitely tough on his teammates. But no, he wasn't tough. He was a dick. Listen, Let's be honest. He wanted to win, and the thing about our respect, though, mm-hmm. one thing that he said himself, he said, "I never asked my teammates to do anything I didn't do." Okay. So he didn't tell people, you know, run laps or put up five hundred shots or do whatever, and he wouldn't do it himself. Mm-hmm. He was at every practice. Busting everyone's ass in practice, selling and saying it to their face, mm-hmm. you know, that you need to get better. He wasn't one of these guys like how now everybody's subtweeting right. and they talk to the media after the game uh, and all this. And they'll they, buddy yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that. Mm-hmm. He told you to your face, you're playing like crap. Yeah. <laughs> you need to step it up. Catch the ball when I throw it to you. Right. Um, so he, you know, and that comes with it. Anytime you're around somebody that wants to be that great and has that much to drive, mm-hmm. it, it, Honestly, the thing that's most interesting about the documentary to me is how much of a psycho he is. Because he used any mental edge he could to be the best. Yeah. You know, you, we saw, you, well, you haven't seen it yet, but those that are caught up, you know, we saw the one time he lost to the Orlando Magic 
when he lost Horace Grant. And get, before I get into that point, too, Jerry Krause, rest his soul, was a terrible GM. Mm-hmm. Terrible GM. Everyone was, he didn't shell out any money. Scottie Pippen was the most underpaid athlete probably ever. Right. He didn't want to pay Horace Grant, and that led to Horace joining Orlando. Um, and that Orlando team beat Michael, came back the next year, destroyed them. <laughs> destroyed them. You know, he had some bum, I forgot his name, some bum dropped like 37 points on the Bulls. Next time he played them, dropped 36 in the first half. <laughs> you know, he used any mental edge he could to be the best. He talked about it too. Uh, one of the guys, it was another player that he said people were comparing them to him. So he said, I knew I had to destroy this guy because we're not on the same level. We're not even close. But I had to show the world that I'm head over water better than this guy. Um, also, like another another part that like does bug me a little a little bit about this is the fact that no matter like what the topic is, this documentary always sees the last word to Jordan. I know that was a condition on like on like how how this uh, documentary documentary was made, but I feel like the most um, like some of the best ones are some of the best documentaries are one where you know it's not always like the mi- like the main um, the main topic gets the last word and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like that that does like bug me a bit. It's like a rose colored colored glasses sort of deal on on this one. So I mean, again, really good of the of the first two first two episodes I've seen. And stuff. It's it's got some good ones. There's a few. I think there was the one where they were talking about how he ended up with Nike. I didn't like that episode too much. I just felt they jumped around too much. Like, it was kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. My favorite episode is definitely the one with Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, definitely oh, yeah. one, that's definitely one of my favorites. But Jordan's doing a lot of snitching in this, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a lot of dry snitching. Yeah. He's talking about, you know, something that some of the things that happened on with Rodman. He's also talking about his rookie season when he came in and players were drinking beers and smoking cigarettes during that, the game. That one bugged me. Come on, Mike. Come on. And then like he had another player, a teammate, that uh-huh. came out. I have it written down. He had a teammate that came out that said he was upset about the documentary because Jordan was talking about the cocaine circus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Greg Hodges. You know, he said he feels that Michael Jordan crossed the line in the debut episode of Last Dance, sharing a story about the team's cocaine use. Yeah. Come on, Mike. Mind your business. <laughs> we don't got to talk about but that. The, but the thing about, it, like, it was cocaine, like, cocaine during the, during the 80s, and, like, especially during the 80s and, and less so in the 90s and stuff like that. Everyone knew everybody was on, was on cocaine. It was. Yeah, we like, don't got to talk about it, though. Yeah, exactly. You don't got to tell the world. Like, no one would ever know that the Chicago Bulls in his rookie season was smoking cigarettes during halftime. Right. <laughs> no, drinking beers and stuff like no that. No one needed to know that. No one cares, too, stuff like that. But I will say this, and this will probably end it on this. Even though now, like, it was hard to beat Mike. Yes. It was hard because everywhere he went, there was a microphone, a camera, a recorder, in his face. And yes, I know the media is everywhere now, but it's not the same. Like, yes, LeBron James is the most global, one of the most global athletes in the world. But he can move in silence if he wants to. Mm-hmm. Back then, you got caught out anywhere mm-hmm. because he they made him they put him on such this pedestal as being the perfect guy when just because he wasn't doing anything wrong that we knew about at least. You know, he gambles. So what? He's rich. 
<laughs> he's rich. He get, and he gambled with his friends and he gambled at casinos. So no big deal. Michael Jordan losing a hundred K on a bet. No big deal. No big deal when you're making thirty three million a year. Right. Not not even counting endorsements. We're talking just salary. No big deal. So just the way that everywhere he went how the cameras and the it's it's not the same. I feel like it's not the same now because now there's so many bloggers and things like that where the the media is so it, it doesn't get the past that it that it it doesn't have the same effect that it does then because now we see stuff and we're like, is this clickbait? Yeah. Is it even true? Do we even know? See, like back then, those things were hitting front page news. That's, that's, the front paper. I feel I feel like that's where like the differences come in and stuff. It's it like when you see a headline. Yeah. It can be from the Washington Post, New York Times, and you still have to like that. Make sure. Like, is this real? Is, <laughs> is, yeah, like is this really them? Yeah. Is this like is this is this really real? Like you said, like if something happened back back in those days and it was on the newspaper, you knew. Like, you knew. You you, you took know. it at face value and you were like, yes. That this is this is truth. Yeah. If it's on the front page of the paper, it's true. Yeah. Um, and then you know he took he got a lot of backlash for going to AC during the Knicks series. Mm-hmm. He's Michael Jordan. If he wants to go to the moon, he could go to the moon before playing the Knicks. You know why? Because it's different than J.R. Smith going to the club with Rihanna during a playoff series. J.R. Smith's not the best player on the floor or the best player on the team. Michael Jordan's the best player in the league. Uh If he wants to go shoot a little blackjack after a loss, so be it. Uh (laughs) He's MJ. I couldn't believe it. Uh So what? He didn't go to Reno. He went to AC. It's two hours away. Three hours away Come from, on. From, from the garden. So. Not too bad. Not <laughs> That's too bad. it. He had a driver. He took a limo with right. his dad and went and played some cards right. to clear his mind. Exactly. And guess what happened? He came back and won the series. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. Like, he did this response. He did it with the driver. It's not that's like it. He, it's not like he just went no down. No Dewey's. Like, yeah, in a Ferrari, like, having like, <laughs> drunk and shit like that. Not so, Jason know, he, Kidd. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> like getting drunk at the Hamptons. You see Darren, uh, what you call it? Darren McFadden blacked out at In-N-Out Burger. Right. <laughs> You saw it recently? No, I did not see that. Yeah, oh man, it's video right he now. Was, he was not. They had to break both windows uh-huh. of the car to get him to wake up. Holy shit. He just passed out in the drive-thru. This just happened recently? Yeah. Oh, passed out. I did out. not see that one. Both, they had to break both cars, both windows uh-huh. to wake him up. Damn. Sleep in a drive-thru behind the wheel. This is... That's the difference. <laughs> That's yeah. the difference. MJ will have a, a limo driver, you know, take him to the in and out and stuff. And quick, real quick, too, on the whole baseball thing. Uh, Terry, Terry Francona is in the documentary. Mm-hmm. And he was telling people that Mike would have found a way to make it to the league, he believes. not say, He's not saying he would have been great or a Hall of Fame or anything like that. He said that year, because the year that he went to go play baseball was the same year the strike happened. Yes. Um, so that's kind of what leveraged him back to come into the NBA. Right. And he hit 202. Not good, Chief. And drove in 50 runs. Okay. So, doesn't sound that impressive. Mm-hmm. But we have to remember, Michael Jordan didn't pick up a bat from age age 17 was the last time he picked up a bat. Mm-hmm. He didn't pick up another bat till he was 31. Mm-hmm. He drove in 50 runs, and there was top prospects on that team that didn't drive in 50 runs that year. It's pretty I, impressive. It, it, 
I mean, because he's because he's just like he's a freak of nature. Yeah, he's a natural natu- born athlete. And so. and the thing is, and he cared about it. They yeah. said too, April he came out hot. And they, this is why the documentary is cool too, because they say things that we probably didn't even know or didn't remember. April that April he came out, fourteen game hitting streak, mm-hmm. or ten game hitting streak right out the gate. Right, mm-hmm. May June comes around, he doesn't see a single fastball. Mm-hmm. He it's yeah. awful. <laughs> He's awful. They throw him breaking ball after breaking ball after breaking ball after breaking ball. So what does Mike do? He hits before the games. He hits after the games on the uh, off-speed machine. Yeah. Come August, raking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just put in the work. He wouldn't let no one be better than him. Right. He just put in the work. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't. He refused to let anybody be better than him. Anything, even in gambling. Even in gambling, he wanted to your the money. Detriment at some point. He wanted your money uh-huh. in his pocket. Right. He had plenty. Look, but he wanted yours. No one is denying that this man had an incredible drive to yeah. be the best at whatever. He, man, if if he would have, if he could have, he would have probably like been the best rapper. If, if he <laughs> That's right. You know, he just had that type of mentality. You know, wanted to be great. Yeah. And it's uh, but yeah, pretty good, pretty good documentary. Yeah. There's some dry snitching in there. Yeah. Mike's definitely uh, a tough man to play with. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely brutal to be his teammate. One last thing too, watching this documentary made me realize how much even more I hate Draymond Green <laughs> because seeing Barkley play Jordan uh-huh. and to even think that Draymond thinks that he can even play in the same pickup gym uh-huh. as Charles Barkley uh-huh. is absolute buffoonery. Absolute buffoonery. Charles Barkley got that Suns team. They won like 60 games that year. 65 games that year. It was, and went to the finals. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Barkley was such an impressive... It's such a shame that he didn't get a ring and stuff like was, that. Because Mike. Mike was in his way. Yeah. And yeah. Barkley says too that playing against Jordan in that final series was the first time in his life he felt he wasn't the best player Damn, that you know, you know, that's too. Because <laughs> Barkley was such a dominant force, in, in and that's case. the first time he felt like he wasn't the best player. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green, <laughs> dare you? He's he's good for like some clicks and stuff like that. I hate him. He's definitely worth like you know some chatter and stuff like that. He's, he's lucky. He's lucky he plays in Golden State. Right. If he oh. played for the Kings, we'd never heard. We of would him. never heard. <laughs> he played for the Suns. We never heard of him. Not in that. And Barkley said it's easy to run your mouth averaging a triple-double with playing with two of the best players in the league. Yeah. Then right now, before the pandemic, where you were averaging two and four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, unbelievable. But I, it's, for the most part, it's a pretty good documentary. Like I said, I love the Robin episode. Um, Jordan's got to stop snitching so much. And, yeah, to check it out. I mean, you got nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well watch. Even if you're not a basketball fan... Or even if, if you're a Nick fan, it's tough to watch. <laughs> it's tough to watch, man. It's tough to watch. Like, how many times, man? Can't, couldn't get by this dude. Oh. It's tough to watch. The only year they got by him was when he was going to play baseball. It took, it took him being out of the league to finally, like, to finally get there. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't even close the deal. They couldn't get it done there either. Yeah. <laughs> Mother's Day just passed. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, what was your favorite... Mother, do you do you have a most favorite Mother's Day sports moment? Um, you know, even though they're from a team that I actively root against and no, stuff, the Red Sox. No, 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 not the Red Sox. This is actually for the uh, Rangers and stuff. It was from okay. the 2014 playoffs. 
I was uh, Marty St. Louis. He lost his mother like three days before. That was huge, yeah. yeah. And, you know, losing 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 a parent is never is never easy. Right. And, you know, not having like a proper time to grieve because I feel like three days. Yeah. Yeah. You're in, and you're in the playoffs? And you, yeah. Wasn't yeah. that like game six, game seven? Uh, yes, it was. I believe it was a. It was game. It was game six. It was, yeah, yeah. It was uh in conference finals, I believe. To get, yep. To get him to the to, to the, the cup. cup. Yep. And hit uh, the he hit the goal in overtime. Yep. And you know, and it's just like amazing to play at that thing at that level, and you know, because he because Marty St. Louis was a very important player for absolutely for, for that Rangers for that Rangers team that year, and you know. Uh, it kind of had that, like, you know, team of destiny sort so, so of... When something like that happens, still, yeah, you know this is bigger than sports. Yes, Someone exactly. of, of above yeah. <laughs> is making this happen. Exactly. It was, it was electrifying. I'll never forget that. I was actually at Bounce mm-hmm. in the city mm-hmm. when that happened, and I spent a lot of money that night. <laughs> <laughs> because after they won, uh-huh. the bottles started coming. Yeah, the bottle. So, yeah, it was a... Like and the fact that it was him, it wasn't that we just won. The fact that it was him, exactly, he deserved it mm-hmm. after what he just went through. Mm-hmm. It was electrifying. Yeah, of course we didn't get the job done either, but well, that was again, a great moment. That mo- that moment in itself, just uh, like you said, it's um, it's magical. Yeah, yeah. Mine is Dallas Braden. Of course, Dallas. Braden. Perfect game mm-hmm. on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Celebrates with Grandma afterwards. <laughs> Unbe- and. Icy on the cake. He said he was hungover. <laughs> he admitted later on that he was hungover. Again, you know. I feel like the best pitching performances are always like drug related. Like you're drunk. You're, you're like LSD. Uh, oh my god, forget <laughs> that one. I I'm love drunk, it. hungover, uh, LSD, David, cocaine. David Wells, you know, yeah, all the best pitching performances are never sober. Uh-huh. So what? I feel like that's just a message to, to pitchers. Get drunk or get high the night before. Turn up. You're, you're, <laughs> turn up. That's it. Turn up. You're probably blurry. You can't see the hitters. Uh-huh. You just want to get off the mound. Exactly. You're <laughs> probably like, this thing you're up. Like, yeah. I just want to get like. Some I want to get out of it. Yeah. So, but yeah, Dallas Braden, Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. I, he never did anything good after that. No. <laughs> his career totally dumped after that. But that was a great moment. Uh-huh. Uh, and celebrating with his grandmother on the field. I believe he lost his mother as well. Mm-hmm. So that was just uh that was one of that's definitely one of my favorite Mother's Day Absol- moments. Absolutely, absolutely. But happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I hope you did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. One thing though that is getting me by that uplifted my spirits. NFL Week One schedule is out. The whole season's out whole now, season's out, but yeah. the lines are out for Week One. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole season's out. Thoughts on uh, the schedule and? It looks. At least like the uh, AFC East one, uh, it looks very similar to what we saw last year. We have uh, the Bills and the Jets and the Jets in the uh, in the first game. We have, we have uh, New England and and uh, and the Dolphins uh, in the in the other game in the AFC East. Looks very similar to it. I know you can't really do too much uh, too much with the schedules and stuff like that. Uh, but again, looks looks. Re- I just love seeing. Like the whole schedule, like coming down, like like you're trying to see like what's the best matchup in in each week and stuff, and just seeing it, you know, kind of like you gives know, you hope. Excited. Yeah, yeah, it gives you excited. hope. I uh, seeing those lines, the mm-hmm. the week one lines. I I was like a kid. Uh-huh. I was jumping for joy just to see spreads on real sports. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to the sports that are playing right now, right. but you know, to see the spreads, it's just something about it that really mm-hmm. uplifted our spirit during this time. 
looking at some of the team's schedules, one team that stuck out to me, the Ravens, man. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. They play. They have not one West Coast trip. Mm-hmm. Which is huge. Because that, that East, East Coast and West Coast one, it, you know. Don't have a single West Coast trip. They also don't play any team off of a bye. That's incredible. That's big. Mm-hmm. No one gets an extra week to heal or prepare for them. Mm-hmm. And this is already a team that, you know, is, cu- is coming in ready to smash you in the face. Ready. With revenge on their mind. Licking their chops. Yeah. <laughs> revenge on their mind. The way they went out last year to who they went out last year. This is a team that's coming in guns blazing. And, I mean, they're set up to win 12 games easily. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you look at their schedule. I mean, the division that, that they're in, too, and stuff, you know. Rebuilding teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not going to be easy. You guys also got a tough one. Jet schedule is not easy. No, it, def- it definitely isn't. But, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, you want to be an optimist and stuff, but you just see the type of schedule that we were dealt. <laughs> and then you're like, ah, oh, is it, is it going to be another like one of those seasons? You don't want it to, but, you know, that inner, inner pessimist in me. You might not win a game. We had this. Dis- I feel. See, this feels like deja. I feel like we had this conversation last year. We did. We're, we're like, you're not gonna win until week seven. You, you might not win a game till at least week four or five. You gotta play Denver in week four. Mm-hmm. But the good thing is you get them in MetLife. Yeah. So I'll give you the advantage there. Uh-huh. But Denver's not gonna be no pushover. No, like I said, they're gonna be a they're gonna be a stellar offensive team. You're gonna yeah, that's gonna be that game. Take the over because yeah. it's gonna be high scoring. Yeah. So I'll give you the edge because they are in MetLife, but that's not gonna be no cakewalk. And then the next team after that would be the Cardinals, mm-hmm. which I, I you should be able to beat Arizona yeah. in New York. Yes. Uh, but it's not yeah. You start off with the Bills, the Niners, and us. And those those are all. <laughs> You know, those are all playoff teams. Those are all playoff teams. Very tough teams. Uh, like you said, and you got to go to Indy. And the Colts had the Colts had a really really good off season, so they're going to be a very tough team. Uh, interesting to see how the Bills come, come out come out of it. I feel like they're still going to be definitely like in playoff contention without without a doubt. You got to remember they added Diggs, mm-hmm. so they they added some offensive firepower. So it's now it's. Are you going to open up the playbook? And we're going to see what Josh Allen's really made of. Yeah. Uh, we know he's athletic. We know he could use his legs to make plays. But you're going to have to use your arm as well, too. Mm-hmm. That first game, you got to go to Buffalo, though. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. Yes. Um, I'm actually saying these things, too, where we don't know if there's going to be fans in the stands. I mean. So. <laughs> so it, see, so here's, so here's, here's what happens. Let's say you do have to travel, but there's no, there's no fans in the stands. Does that... Does it now become basically a neutral a neutral game site? Every yeah, time? I believe so. Mm-hmm. I, because unless unless you're it's you're changing uh, time zones, mm-hmm. it's a neutral site. Mm-hmm. It's it's not you going to Buffalo and nobody jumping through tables. It's, <laughs> it's not the same. Right? No one throwing dildos. At yeah, them, so. it's, it's not the same. So it's a, yeah, it's like a neutral site. Unless mm-hmm. you like I said, when Denver comes to you, I, that's an advantage. You because mm-hmm. there's a considerable amount of of, of travel. Difference. Right. So. Yeah, it's it is some even like I was thinking the first game is Chiefs Texans, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah, no chat. The Texans got a shot in Arrowhead, but I'm like, oh, no one might be there. Yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna be. No one might be in the stands. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna be Pat Mahomes. I still don't think they got a shot because Texans are taking a, definitely a step back this oh, year. Oh yeah, they have, they have, uh, they have definitely regressed. But 
Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun to see. But any any like week one spreads that or anything that like jumped out to you and like ooh. absolutely. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Miami, mm-hmm. it's already gone down. The it's already gone down. People have been hammering it. We are in May. <laughs> well, one we the, haven't gone to trading camp. <laughs> well, one the people are bored. So they got nothing else to do, and two. You know, they're collecting a little unemployment, a little stimulus is hitting. Might as well get some action in. Fine. Not that I'm uh, promoting that, right. but it's happening. Hey, yeah, exactly. Uh, but Dolphins, Pats, mm-hmm. they had the Patriots as a seven-point favorite. Mm-hmm. I would take, I'll take in Fitz Magic all day. Mm-hmm. I would, absolutely. This New England team is not going to be good. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be bad for long, because I do believe in Bill. I do believe Bill knows what he's doing. I think they'll turn it around quickly. But this year, mm-hmm. unless this kid is a godsend, mm-hmm. that quarterback, there's no way. And as good as that defense was last year, they still weren't able to put up enough points. And more than likely, that defense is going to be on the field more this year. Right. Right. So I love that. Mm-hmm. I'll, t- I'll take Fitzmagic all day mm-hmm. to cover that. The other one, I like the Broncos. We're opening, opening Monday Night Football against the Titans. Mm-hmm. We don't, no one believing in this Tennessee team. We don't think they're gonna have the year they had last year. Mm-hmm. So they really so, didn't make any improvements. So on the pay Tannenhill, mm-hmm. but so the Titans, you feel like was uh, a one year, one year like Cinderella story, one year. Yeah, okay. I, I like the coach. I think Rabel's a good coach. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Derrick Henry's a monster, but now that there's gonna be expectations. You paid the guy. We have to see how his motivation is. Right. More than likely, it's going to be a step back. I think it was a you know a miracle out there, a Nashville miracle. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're going to be the same I mean, team. I mean, there is something to say with playing with a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. And Tan- Tanhill now doesn't have no chip. You got yeah. paid. Yeah. <laughs> you got paid. And I love. I like the Packers against the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Right now, they have Green Bay as a pretty much a four point dog. Mm-hmm. I don't think Minnesota is going to be that great this year either. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost, they you, lost a couple, couple key lost some pieces. Obviously, you still have Cook, but teams are going to make Cousins beat them. They're gonna make. They're gonna stack the box. They're gonna make Cousins gonna have to beat us. Mm-hmm. I think that's a division game. The Packers are still good, and Rodgers gets no respect. But I, I think that's a game. That, yeah, I think that's so a game. I think that's a game that'll definitely yeah. be close. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those those jumped out to me right away. Those are the ones I was like, yeah. And you could tell already, by the way, that Miami line went from seven and a half to now minus six. That's just absolutely amazing to me how we are. It feels like a millennia away from it. Yeah. And, you know, the action just like uh, goes and we have to move the line as of now. It's awesome. It's it's so fun to hear because it's like, oh, man, this might happen. This is this is like, you know, a step towards normalcy. But holy crap, that's awesome that to hear that. There's also a big bet out there, a $10,000 bet between Lou Williams and C.J. McCollum. Will the Browns be over 500? What are your opinions on that? Before even looking at their schedule. And we're going we're gonna, to, I'm going to play win-loss with you. Before even looking at it. They better be. They better be. Mm-hmm. You brought in another weapon. You got the tight end from Atlanta. Yep. You got Hooper mm-hmm. or Hopper, however you say it. You still have 
Odell, obviously. You have Landry. You have Kareem Hunt. You have Nick Chubb. Get it done. <laughs> Get it done. This is another one on paper that offense does. Now, yeah. yeah. And, you know, guys talked about it. Even Baker admitted to it. You know, and we told, if you listen to our old shows, we said it on the show. Everybody on paper was like, oh, this team's winning the division. And was like, let's pump the brakes. Yeah. They, they've never been there before. Yeah. They haven't been there in a long time to where they even mattered. Yes. Pump the, there's a new head coach who's now fired. <laughs> so they, everybody walked into that building thinking their shit don't stink. Yeah. Like they didn't have anything to prove. Mm-hmm. So I think now that whole organization has come back down to earth. And they're going to scrap and claw and put some games together. And at the end of the day, it comes down to Baker. It comes, the weapons are there. The weapons are definitely there. The weapons are there. It's down to you now. Are you a bum or not? Because mm-hmm. nobody's even asking you to be Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan. No one's asking you to be that. You know, people just ask you to win games. Mm-hmm. You were running your mouth, acting like you were those guys. Wow. But no one's asking you to be that. I, I don't, I've never heard anyone say, Baker's got to win us this game. I don't think that has crossed anyone's mind. Right. No, yeah. But now, with all the talent around you, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. It's you. Odell can't put the ball in his hands. He can't put it in his own hands. Okay. You got to make the throws. You're tight end. He can't put the ball in his hands. You got to make the throws. So let's play a little uh, win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. So we got week one uh, at the Ravens. More than likely a loss. But that's another... Big spread too. It's like nine, and I think they cover that. But I do believe they lose that game. And then we have week two, and then we have their second game. It's uh, Bengals come to them. They beat the Bengals. They better. <laughs> they beat the Bengals and Cleveland. Your home opener. You better. And we also have another home game against the Redskins. They win. So we're now up to two and one. Then they go to the Cowboys. That's a tough game. Um, we'll see how they travel right now. That could that could go either way. <laughs> that could go either way. If I had to, right now, just going off of the Browns' history, I mean, we can say tie. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say loss as of right now, but uh, would, we'd have to see how things are going in Dallas. I'm edging towards a loss for yeah. the Browns on that one. So we're up to two and two, and then it's a home game against the Colts. Not gonna be easy. Um, it depends on how well we'll be playing at that point. This week five, it's not gonna be easy. I'm gonna say loss, but looking at it, I think they grab the next two after that. Okay, so we're up to two and three. Yeah, but now it's they go to the Steelers. One of their. I think they win that game. Man. I think they win that game. Again, it's a, it's, a, it's a rebuild. It's not the same Steelers yeah. that you're that you're used to. I think they win that game. And then they. Go to the Bengals. They win that game again. All right, so we're up 500. We're at 4-3. Four, four and three. and then the Raiders come into town. I think because they, it's in Cleveland, I give them the edge. So now we're up to 5-3. and three. And then the Texans come into town. They're going to be bad. I give that to Cleveland. Yeah, 6-3. and three. Looking good. Looking positive. They And then the Eagles come to town again. Three straight home games. Yeah, I, I think they drop one of those. So I, I'll give the Eagles one a loss. Right. They'll drop. I don't think they win all three straight at home. One of those they're gonna slip up. So six and four now, and then they go to the Jaguars. They better win that. Yes, I give that to them. Seven and four. They go to the Titans. 
trap game. I think they look ahead to Baltimore, who they play the week after. Mm-hmm. So I believe they lose that one in Tennessee, but then they get their revenge and they beat Baltimore. And, and then we have the uh, we have the Ravens. Yeah, they win that. They win. They win that one. Yeah, I don't think they lose to them twice. Really? So they lose to them week one in Baltimore, and they beat them this time in Cleveland. Huh, that's an interest. That's an interesting take. I feel. I feel like the the Ravens are going to sweep. Are going to sweep them. I think they split. They split. Okay, interesting. Then they go to MetLife and face the Giants. Win. Definitely a win. They stay in New York, face the Jets. Maybe a slip up. Maybe a little bit of trap. A little bit too much time in New York. Getting comfortable. Odell's familiar territory. I give that one a loss. Okay. And I think they close it out with a win against Pittsburgh. All right. So what is that? Nine seven. 10K coming somebody's way. <laughs> 10K coming. But they better. I think that's very... Nine and seven, that's very reasonable. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's... I mean, I was... I was hoping for that for their sake last year there would be a ten and sixteen, but clearly that did not materialize at all whatsoever. Um, I'm more skeptical on them now, and for uh, you know, rightfully so. Yeah, it's just you know, fool me twice, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So now, I have my apprehensions and stuff like that. Is ba- is Baker like hype and hype? Did we just get all excited because he finally, like, you know, got them off that off that losing skid? Yeah, we're gonna know early. We're gonna know now. We're gonna we're within the first four or five weeks. <laughs> we're gonna know. Mm-hmm. We are gonna know early because you know what? If they are losing games, he's gonna hear it more than he was hearing it last year. Mm-hmm. People would give him a little bit of pass still because the coach was awful. Yeah, the, the coach was awful, mm-hmm. and your freaking star wide receiver was getting new cars and wearing Richard Millie's on the field and right. stuff like that. So he had a few things that took some of the blame off of him. Uh-huh. This year's not going to be the case. It's him. If he doesn't produce, he's got to go. Mm-hmm. It's going to be that simple. Andy Dalton's going to be looking for a job next year. That is, that is true. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, Cam Newton still doesn't have a job. Yeah. So. Smart, smart on him to, to still wait and see, feel everything out for Cam. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap it up, KBO baseball is officially underway. Have you watched any Korean baseball? I have definitely seen. I love the teams and stuff. It's like watching a commercial for <laughs> all these brands and stuff like that. It is. Uh, Shout out to the Dinos. <laughs> Electrifying my, offense. My team, because I'm watching them on a Samsung TV, will be the Samsung, will be Samsung Lions and stuff. Uh, the Dinos are unbelievable. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to be a front runner and jump on them, though. So I'm going to go with the Heroes. You're gonna go with the heroes, all right. What I've heard on the line <laughs> is that. See, I'm just basing this all on like just looking at the game and just like it's like three in the morning, like yeah, Samsung, they look cool and stuff like that. What I've seen on the line right. is uh, apparently the heroes probably have the second best lineup after the dinos, mm-hmm. so but yeah, slug, some of these games are slugfest. Yeah, it gets ugly I fast. Love- I love this. I love watching, like, you know, the ball ground in the yard, the backflips and stuff like that. The backflips. Like, yeah. Awesome. They, like, I want this to be, like... Our, like, our game. Yeah. Like, why why aren't we having, like, this this much fun? I've seen a dude backflip for a double. I like it. And no one says nothing. And everyone's like, all right, yeah. Cardboard cutouts behind home plate. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, gives the, it gives the feel. Yeah, there's some people stuff. there. You know. Uh, They're trying. Like the uh, Taiwanese league, they had the robots. 
You gotta get, yay, you gotta try something. Could you imagine if that, that happens like in the NFL League One? We just have a bunch of cardboard cutouts out there. No, just have it empty. Just have it empty? At that point. Oh, no, come on. At that point. Let's have the cardboard cutouts. You can't do it. It's too many seats. It's too many. Baseball, okay. And they only have it behind home plate. There's yeah. no cardboard anywhere else. Right. So football is like, where are you going to put them at? Behind the, in, behind the field goal? Uh, yeah, yeah. But just like, just like fill, those, uh, fill those on the field goal side and that's it. Because we don't really see like the uh, like at the sidelines and stuff. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> but hopefully, from what we're hearing, it looks like baseball maybe be resuming in July. Mm-hmm. So we're trying. It seems we are getting closer. You ne- you just never know. It's a week by week thing. Right. Um, I think reportedly in New York the cases have been the lowest it's been though in a while. Right. Um, so people are doing their part. There's still a lot of idiots out there that are not. Right. <laughs> so please do your part. Um, some unfortunate things too. I mean, we lost Roy Horn. Yeah. We just lost Jerry Stiller. I know. Little uh, we lost Little Richard. Mm-hmm. So this is. This is quite the year. This I'm yeah, <laughs> and it's May. And it's May. It feels it feels like we've lived for three or four years <laughs> in one in four months yeah. five months and it's only May yeah it's it's not uh-huh. and now we got murder hornets <laughs> oh my god that's what that's what I need they're killing the honeybees <laughs> we won't have any food I love it murder Just what we need that's it we can't we, we can't even get good beers if there's no exactly we need the wheat we need the honey we yeah we need them to we need them to pollinate absolutely man what a year that's been holy god but ron the don's most important job here is to always keep us hydrated so he does his weekly beer review i've had a few sips it's a pretty good brew what'd you bring the people this week uh this year uh, we have another one from uh saranac brewery this time it's the summer haze ipa it is not that much it is not that bitter of an ipa it actually doesn't feel like an ipa at all when, when you when you take when you take sips of it um, you know, summer haze. We're getting it. We're getting to that warmer season. It doesn't feel like it right now, but we're getting into that warmer. <laughs> getting into that warmer. We had season. a few nice sixty degree days. We did. We did. We definitely did. Uh, this is awesome. I really, it's a really good beer. Yeah, I really really like this beer. Um, I'm gonna do this like a four point four. Okay, four point four. Download the Black Bookie app. Read all of Ronda Don's beer reviews. Obviously, tune into the show to hear them live. But if you miss it, download the app. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you guys follow us. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We got some awesome stuff coming for our YouTube channel next week. Always awesome. So we are still, that's right, we are still working. Even though this has slowed down things a little bit. Win Together, Loose Together hoodies are still available for the sizes that are in stock. Unfortunately, because of COVID, I couldn't get any new sizes in. Uh, But hint, hint, we're going to have a sale going on for Memorial so Ooh. if it, your size is in stock, make sure you grab one. Big sale coming up for Memorial. Got specials coming out. That's right. And our new merchandise will be out for June and July without a doubt because uh, things are picking back up slowly but surely. Some places are opening up. So we will have new stuff coming out June, July. So stay tuned for that. Um, and, yeah, man, just stay safe, stay strong, stay positive. Any final words before we go? I'm still terrible at FIFA. I don't understand this. I put so many, so many hours, and I'm still shitty. I hate video this. Is games. not your calling. No, it's not my calling. I've kind of given up too on the Sim Sports. Holy, what, what, what happened? It, Tell it, me what happened. <laughs> there has to be a traumatic experience. Not a traumatic one, but it was just getting to the point where it's like, all right, too many things now are happening that shouldn't be happening, and I get it. It's a video game. Anything could happen, but now it's like. 
we're dragging it a little bit. So who, who hit a seventy yard field goal to win the game? <laughs> <laughs> no seventy yard kicks, but it's just been it's just been too much. So I've, I've just been focusing on Korean baseball, man. Right. Korean baseball, we still got soccer going on. We're about uh, to get some soccer coming in coming in shortly. Bundesliga, Premier League, right? A Bundesliga coming okay. in. So that's the German first division. Uh, I feel like the uh, the Premier League is gonna come in. They're they're getting for like an early June. Yeah. Early June thing coming up and stuff. So we're about to get like some some soccer coming. That's in it. Too. So, so I'm focusing. Yeah. I'm tapping back into reality. Right. I'm getting focused because uh, it's coming. And also, we had a great UFC card that just passed. Exactly. Yes. Shout Dude, out to. So weird seeing in, in an MCU. Yeah. Right. But shout out to my man Pettis. I had Pettis to get the job done. Did you really? I had Francis also. Mm-hmm. First round knockout. Guy's a monster. <laughs> but I lost on uh, Tony Ferguson. Oh, yeah. He, but, he was getting beat up. Yeah. Bit. yeah. <laughs> so, so, but great card. Uh-huh. Dana White's the biggest boss there is. He gets things done no matter what. Talk about it. And talk, I, I, talk about an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, people that want to be great, it comes with that. I, yeah, exactly. It, it's 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 a it's the asshole gene, but it you know it comes it, with it. Yeah. And I saw some crybaby too write an article how their COVID uh, procedures or whatever that they were taking, their precautions that they were taking right. were, were kind of. BS. Yeah. yeah. What? Fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah, we're trying. All right. I Listen, mean, one only one person got it. Mm-hmm. One person tested positive. I mean, look, it's um in the end, it's personal responsibility. That's it. It's per- it's personal responsibility. Um, you know, these if, are if, grown if, men if, and women. Yeah, if these if these people like want to take that risk and, and stuff, you know, David Dahl, mm-hmm. uh, who plays infield for the Colorado Rockies, he says. It says he said that even though he has a weak immune system, mm-hmm. he's willing to play because he will do his part to stay safe and do the right things, and he's willing to play. Right, right. Again, we must all do our part. Let let's not let's not mince words and stuff. But if some people are are willing to take, are willing to take the risk for a greater good, then you know it's up to them. Mm-hmm. That's it. And did you see your boy, uh, Stool Presidente? <laughs> Oh, Did you man. see the auction he won? Yeah. <laughs> no shot, Goodell. Let's let that happen. Nope. No, no shot. No okay. shot. Yeah. <laughs> hates him. Goodell will pay the two fifty out of his own pocket, not to have to sit with him. Goodell will probably pay five hundred <laughs> just to make damn sure that it ain't happening. He doesn't give a shit. No way he's gonna be in his house. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> no shot. Mm-hmm. I honestly, that's what. Makes Goodell probably hate him even more is that he is rich, yeah. So that he could pull these things, right. just like getting him arrested. Uh-huh. He, what he spent a day in jail, if even that. He spent like a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's rich. Yeah. Bang, pay the bail, get out. Pay, he probably like took pictures with like some of the cars and just like, all right, come on. And that's what kills him the most. That this guy is rich, and no matter what he tries to do, mm-hmm. he can't avoid him. Uh, this this man paid two hundred fifty k out of his own pocket. Mm-hmm. Just to piss you off. Right. That's, <laughs> that's a lot of money to just I be love, petty. I love the pettiness. That's a lot of money to I be petty. I love the pettiness. It's like, yo, I, I need to pay 250 just because of oh, fuck you and stuff like that. And the 250 did go to COVID. It's going to mass going and to research cost. and whatever. Yep. But hey, Goodell's got Andy up, but no yeah. shot he's showing up. No shot. Goodell's, Goodell's paying $500. <laughs> <laughs> Lose Podcast, Season 2, Episode 22. Hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend to tell a friend. The motto is and always will be win together, lose together. And the words of the icon, Billy Walters, I've had some losing weeks. I've had some losing months. 
I've never had a losing year. Snooze Lose Podcast. Till next time.